back to another episode. I'm your host, Josh, and I want to be real with you all today. Today's a day of reflection for me. This is, uh, there's a lot of things kind of going on, right, in the world stage and everything. Um, I'm shooting this one. It's not live, but it's about as close as it can be. Uh, I was up pretty late last night going through all the stuff that, uh, that went through and went down with the election um, in terms of electoral certifications. And over the past, shit, I'd say three, four months or so, there's been a lot of, like, studying that I've done. I've learned more, I think, in the past four months about the about the Constitution, about the election process, about all of the stuff that our, our nation's history, uh, Civil War history, like all sorts of stuff. I've learned so much over the last few months about that, that, uh, that I feel like a scholar. I'm, I'm not, but I feel like I am. Like I, I, just, I know everything inside and out now, and it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I think it's interesting. But it's really given me a chance to reflect and to learn what times were like and put myself in the shoes of what things were like prior to major events in, in our history and in our country. Um, one big turning point for me was uh, during my first deployment, I deployed to Iraq. And I think unless you are put into a situation, a lot of times like stories and stuff we hear in the Bible, and things we read and stuff, it's kind of, it sounds like a myth, myth, you know, like mythical land, like this mystical place that, uh, that we'll never see, we'll never be a part of. And it just, it sounds like a storybook, right? Like these stories that were told in, in some far off land. And I think that deployment taught me something among other things, but it taught me something for sure about learning how these stories and these things actually had realism to them. You, you learn the people, you learn the surroundings, you learn the environment, you learn uh, how, they, how they work, how they act, how they talk, how they, how they do things, you learn their demeanors, you kind of learn like what their society is like. And it gives you a lot of relevance in terms of how it could actually, like things in the Bible could actually be real. They're not stories, but there's a level of like relevance in the way things happen. Um, and as I kind of over the past couple of months have been learning everything that I have about the the history of America and what's gotten us to where uh, kind of like we are today to become what we are today, I learned almost a similar lesson or I've taken that same lesson and I've put it into all these history lessons. When you kind of see how things back then could have played to real instances of what is going on today. When America first was founded, there is there was not much in terms of support when the founding fathers drafted the documents to, to separate from England. There, there was, there was very little support. A lot of people in the colonies were, were at a tipping point. And there were also a lot of people though, that were still loyal to the crown and didn't want to leave. And what that meant was, you could be outed by your neighbors. You could be turned in. You could be uh, turned around. And, and it's it was a terrifying move to make, right? Treasonous. It was treasonous. Like you could be hung and killed for the things that you were doing. But the people were at a tipping point. They were at a breaking point to the point where they knew that if they did not stand up and do something about it then, that the rest of their lives would just be miserable. And they wanted something better. They wanted to create something better. So they took the leap. They took the chance. And they did. And they did draft those documents. And they did get 
I mean, they, they had war waged upon them, and they did not have a good army. They had a terrible army. But among chances after chance and hope after hope, their prayers were answered one at a time, and by utilizing the best knowledge they had of the land they were in and the abilities that they could conduct, they ended up winning a war, at least waiting out an enemy long enough so that they won the war and were left to be on their own. Now fast forward a little bit, and this country still had a lot of things to figure out. Had to figure out how to do an election, how to get a country put together, how to do Congress and Senate and the House and put laws in action and run, you know, run elections fairly. They had a lot of things that they had to figure out and iron out, and it was not smooth. Shit, the president and the vice president used to be totally opposing people. They were never from the same side. It was the the um, the electoral college got two chances to vote, and whoever got the first, whoever got the most amount of votes was the president. Whoever got the second amount of votes was the vice president. They weren't on the same party. They weren't on the same team. They were against each other. It's not that way anymore. But imagine if it was like that's how things were. We had to iron those things out. And fast forward to eighteen, we'll say eighteen sixty, preceding the the Civil War in America. Tensions were rough. America was expanding. They were moving west. They were trying to civilize and deal with the the Native American threat and and you know the death and the murder and the savage treatment of people. Um, that were just trying to settle the land, right, and trying to build houses and move out and farm and do the agriculture and stuff. Um, they, they had a lot of things that they had to worry about, and there was a lot of a lot of stuff, especially with slavery, that was going on. And I think we missed the point in which a lot of stuff that happened then is eerily similar to things that are happening now. It's very very strange. There was fighting and riding and killing that broke out in the uh, territory of Nebraska at the time. That's very, very similar to the riots of BLM and Antifa that you see today. When you look at these events and you look at the stuff that happened preceding the Civil War, it's eerily similar to what's happening today. They were fighting for power, fighting for control, trying to dominate the the House and the Senate in terms of slave states and, and free states and who their votes were for. And the southern slave states were had almost their backs against the wall. They were not being heard at any facet in the United States House, Senate, and Judiciary Branch. And it was uh, it was difficult. And when they when they had an election, and Lincoln was determined the victor, uh, it was a very 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 dark time for for America because what was to follow was almost a failure at every level, and it led to a segregation, led to a separation of the country. The southern slave states were unjustif- felt unjustified. A fraudulent election had occurred. Somebody that wasn't supposed to win won, and there was no fight that they could do about it. They took it to the Supreme Court. They ruled, they tried to argue different uh, cases. Supreme Court wouldn't hear them. They tried to take certain states and states electors that weren't being selected, and they took it to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court wasn't hearing them. They were dismissing the cases. There was every peaceful action was attempted by the southern states, every single one. They tried all of them. They couldn't figure it out. They couldn't get anything to be heard. They couldn't be heard in the Congress, in the House. They couldn't be heard in the Senate. 
The Supreme Court ignored them. They had no support from the newly elected president. They were being wiped off the table. There was nothing they could do. It felt like it was unfair and unjust. They tried every peaceful thing that they possibly could have. And when they weren't being heard, when they were being ignored and shut out and turned down no matter what, they did the last thing they possibly could. And they signed for separation. And they submitted papers to the United States President's desk saying that we are separating from the United States of America to become an independent republic. And it was rough because what followed was a declared act of war, essentially, by the North. They, uh, they incited violence and then got the southern states to, to do something in which the northern states, they played politics, right? And the northern states then declared war on an enemy who had attacked them. So it's tough stuff. It's tough. But by studying the stuff and learning it, I see how things are real. By putting myself in those shoes, I can see now how what is happening today, how it has a sense of relevance to what could happen and what was happening then. It's not some storybook tale. It's not something that doesn't make sense, right? It's a brainwashing. It's a changing of the media narrative. You'd be surprised the media has so much power. I didn't realize it. I, I honestly did not realize it until 2020. This past year, I did not realize how insanely powerful the control of information is. So many people, I have so many people hitting me up about the darkest day in America's history yesterday. As people got inside the Capitol. You know, people, the people have been inside the Capitol from protesting like four times in history. Three of the times it was black protesting, and then one of the times it was just, I don't know, like people just wanted to to get inside and there was nothing changed, and they ended up standing in the chambers and being a part of whatever some of the hearings and shit that were going on. Like It's, it, it's happened before. It's not like some unprecedented things that, that's never happened before. And they call it the darkest time in America's history. You know what was the darkest time? 2020 was a pretty dark time when people were rioting. And creating autonomous zones in cities and totally unchecked and fine with it. And they were murdering and killing people left and right and there was no issues with it. Absolutely insane. Those are dark times. But it all depends on how you spin it. You ever seen the House of Cards? You know politicians are corrupt. And money controls politics. I don't think moral justification is in is in call for anything like that but it's hard to argue right it's really really hard to argue it's hard to fight if you don't control the money if you don't control the the dark satanic tactics that people have when you get into politics it's dark it's very 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 dark stuff i think we're about to see some dark times i had a conversation with somebody last night about some of the uh the book the stories and stuff and the uh the the things in revelations it's interesting stuff. Like, it's really, really, really wild. And just like the events that preceded the Civil War, you kind of see a lot of stuff in Revelations mirrored today. I think it's wild. I think it's interesting. I think it's worth noting. It's worth digging in on, too. So, I don't know. I wanted to get that out and just kind of talk talk about this today. Because it's it's important stuff, and I think it's worth worth mentioning. Again, I say... I've been preaching, right, for the past while now, how, like, you got to stick true to yourself. You got to stick true to who you are. You have to stay true to yourself. You have to be honest 
and, and stay on your path, right? If you veer off of your truth, then, then you don't trust yourself. And who is to trust you if you can't trust yourself? Nobody. So even if I'm ridiculed, even if I'm dis dissented upon, right? Even all these people just say, just, I mean, you, you'd be surprised. I'm sure a lot of you guys get it too, but a lot of shit out there that's going on and being sent. And like, hey, if I, if I don't stand for who I am, if I don't stand up for something, for myself or what's right, then, then I don't stand for anything. And I don't, I do not like anybody that does not stand for anything. I can't get behind that. So you gotta ask yourself something similar. And what are you gonna do? Where are your, where's your heart lie? Where's your heart stand? Cause you gotta be, you have to stand for something. Otherwise you're gonna fall for anything. And you can't do that. But, that's all I got for today. See you guys.